0: Like, that's basically what you need to understand. It's it's every, it's universal now.
1: Yeah. Alright, now. Time for the big kahuna of what we wanted to talk about. This is something that <laughs> only Trevor knows about. And he's told only a couple people about. And he's about to tell us now. Trevor, why don't you tell us about the sound beacon? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I do not um, know what this means. So this, this is due to me. My pleasure. Okay, so, yep. Here's the thing: we've talked about the scissors, we've talked about artifacts, we've talked about Gregging, we've talked about Slayer, we've talked about everything that we were going to, that we were meaning to talk about here, and the sound beacon is the last thing. How long have we been recording for? Like forty-five been minutes.
1: Recording for almost forty-five minutes.
0: Okay, well, this is gonna easily push it over an hour. Mm. I hope you guys I hope you guys are ready. If you haven't got popcorn or something yet, get it now. Because this is a freaking good one. We saved the best for last. Remember I was telling yes. you about we strategically picked the order when we were talking about these things?
1: Strategically.
0: Yeah. Very, very strategic. Very a very strategic 30 strategic seconds went into discussing the order. Discussion. Yeah, so where do I begin with the sound beacon? Okay, so you know what? I have something else I want to talk about first. And it's kind of similar in that it's relating to pep band but where I'll just I'll just I'll just like combine it and I guess talk about it. so much like in fact pretty much exactly like the way marching band being in the stands on the side doing the pep band thing has its own like atmosphere that's like super distinctive pep band has its own super distinctive atmosphere and they're very different they're kind of similar but they're they're very different mostly because you're in a gym instead of Outside at night with a vivid black sky next to a football field with like super bright lights on it. That's like the main difference, but there's there's a few other differences, but Pepin has its own like atmosphere, you know? Yeah. And it's, so this Pepin,
1: was let me just interject really quick. Pepin yeah. is really fun because you can go to as many as you want, I guess yeah yeah you just have to like sign in that like you're gonna show up and like sometimes you yeah. will have them like sub out for you and yeah it's yeah. really fun because you don't you don't have to and if you want to it just shows you who's really dedicated and stuff it's pretty it's really fun
0: yeah because most people are like oh i hate it i'm doing the minimum but people like me and noah and, and austin and a couple other people yeah, we go austin, to every single one because we freaking love it because well, so. they're fun you got yeah, to play yeah.
1: music and watch basketball exactly yeah, or hockey. yeah I like talked to watched people. A bunch of like the girls' yeah. basketball games last year. Yeah.
0: Okay, so here's the other thing like I wanted that, to talk about first. We were going to do like
1: the hockey like final game or something, but then like that got postponed and ultimately canceled. I think because of the big bad virus, I guess.
0: Yeah. Okay, so here's the other thing I want to talk about first before the sound beacon is, I think it was last year. Yeah, I think it was the last year before everything, like, went into shutdown when it was still normal pep band. I think it was the same, I think it was the same year of the Artifacts. Yeah, just, in, it was, ones. yeah, it was just the pep band, which is the second part of the year instead of the marching band, which is the mm-hmm. first. So that's the thing, that's how, like, they set it up, is that marching band is always, like, right at the start of the school year in the fall, and then oh. pep band is always mid-second semester, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So... Um this thing that, that I wanted to talk about first for the sound beacon, right? So I figured that since I played uh, TR2, Temple on 2 um, during marching band, the thing, the Pep band things, I would bring that back during actual Pep band and bring it back as a joke because me and Noah had like forgot about the whole like, whoa, you've shown up about your artifacts thing. And so I thought I would bring that up and, and do it again to him just to see what he would say. And so when Noah was least expecting, I was like, oh my God, I got an artifact!" And he was like, oh my, are you kidding? Like, are you seriously <laughs> bringing that back? And so I was like, yeah. Uh, and then I never, I never got like Brought it back for a while. I just like did it once, I think. But I was playing, basically I was playing, I was playing TR2, right? And normally Barry Bones is my guy, but I just unlocked this guy named Zach Wander. Or Zach Wonder actually. Yeah, because Wander is with an A. Wander's with an O. So it's Zach Wander. He's he's um he's like a football player guy. And I just unlocked him and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like a football player running with a football in the freaking temple run temple thing. Like that's that's like amazing. That's just comedic, I think. Mm-hmm. So I was playing that guy, and I unlocked one of his outfits, which was Romeo, and it's like this purple like hot pink metallic like shirt that you wear to like a club or something or like i don't even know and like these black shiny pants and it was he had like he had like ice it was just super like i don't i don't even know how to describe it it was super just like bleh, like pretty going to get wasted i don't even know like how else to describe it but it was just this freaking like club freaking thing and it was called the romeo outfit for Zack Wonder and he would just run with that and it would look freaking super goofy. And so I would be like, dude, no, look at this. Doesn't he look so goofy? He's like, yeah. And then I unlocked a third outfit for him, which was the Showtime. And it's basically, this one is even more like, like sketchy club. I don't even know how to describe it. And it's the same black shiny pants and like black shiny shoes. But it's this like black undershirt dress shirt with a white jacket. Over it, like a white suit jacket over it, except the inside of the jack of the white jacket is leopard. Just, just like let that, I'll let that sink in for a little. It's black pants, a black undershirt with a red, bright red bow tie, and a white, like tux jacket, and the inside is leopard, and so you can like see it. And it's called the Showtime outfit like what in the world. And so I saw this and I was like this is the freaking funniest thing in the world. I had to like I had to like buy it. Mm. And it looks even goofier when you're running when you're playing the game with it. And so I showed Noah this and I'm like, dude, look at this freaking guy. He's like, dude, what in the world is that? I'm like, I know. So I was I was like thinking about this and I'm like, Noah, right? What if like if he was walking out of a place, out of like a building. What would the building look like? And so Noah thinks about this, he's like, I don't know, probably like a, probably like a brick building with no windows, <laughs> and then I just start laughing, and I, I'm just, I'm just like dying at this point, because he's like, yeah, for, probably a brick building with no windows, and I, I, like, managed to stop laughing just enough to say, like, oh, what's this, like, what's the sign saying, does it say anything, is there a sign that says anything, and then I keep laughing, and then. He's like, uh, yeah, probably just like neon blue sign above the door. (laughs) And then I, and then I keep laughing and then I stop laughing again just enough to say, well, what does it say? Does it say strip club? And he's like, no, 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 that it doesn't say strip club. That's too obvious. That's what you said. I remember that. He said, it doesn't say strip club. That'd be, that'd be too obvious. I said, well, "What was it say?" And he says, wow, oh, you, "Wild time," <laughs> <laughs> and I just lost it. I was like, "Wild time—that's freaking just hilarious." Mm-hmm. So that's the—that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. Was the was the freaking bringing back TR two? So anyway, so the sound beacon, right? Mm-hmm. Pet Band has this kind of atmosphere, you know. You know, yeah, you get to go to pep band again, you know, it's pep band season, you know? Mm-hmm. Another season of getting getting way too salty popcorn at the concession stand and and getting, um, what's it called? Airheads Extremes? So, you know, just kind of like musicians getting together, playing some pep tunes, not caring one bit about the basketball game and pretending like they do. That's That sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was talking to you guys a bit, I think before we started recording, um, about this guy named Logan, or wait, no, this guy named Blake, Logan was his brother. Um, so Logan's not really related to this story, he's, he was my buddy, he was a year older than me, but Blake was, um, a senior when I was a freshman. Logan plays trumpet, Blake also plays trombone. Um, Blake is friends with Sawyer and Sage who who also played trombone and like pretty much everyone that they're friends with. Um, and I was friends with like no one since I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was in Wind Symphony my first semester of freshman year, which has been changed to a, another concert band. And then now it's Symphonic South. But I was in it when it was Wind Symphony. And I moved up for second semester of my freshman year to Symphonic band. At that time, it was the only Symphonic Band. And that's the one Blake was in. So we had, like, like barely, a, like, kind of a little bit gotten to know each other mm-hmm. just from being in there um, by the time Pep Band had had started. I don't remember what, if this was, like, the first Pep Band game. I think it might have been a couple of Pep Band games in the season, but there was, like, no one there at this game because, like, you're only required to go to, like, what color band you're assigned to. And so, like, every, every game, it's, like, a whole different group of people based on who wants to go to everyone and who wants to only go to which ones they have to once ones they're assigned to mm-hmm. and so it just so happened that it was just me and blake that like either of us knew it all so we had to we had to sit by each other and just like hang out mm-hmm. and this is this is when it happened this is when we had this like long conversation so um, here's how it started, right? I was doing this thing that I really like to do at all the pep band games, that I call playing banana, and it's no by no means my thing. Like I, everyone does this. I just have a name for it. It's basically where you yell stuff and try to mess up the players, right? Everyone does that, like bah, bah, when they're like going for a free throw, but everyone else just like yells like not words, like bah. I yelled words, and they're mostly banana and McDonald's. Those are my two favorite words to just yell you know, to distract people. And I call it banana in or playing banana. Like, all right, it's Pepin, get to play banana, get some, or get to do some banana. Like, that's what I called it. Mm-hmm. And so Blake is just, like, not really, like, he's just, like, sitting on his phone looking at memes, and I'm just watching the game and, yeah. and just freaking trying to mess people up <laughs> playing banana. And at, and like after ten minutes of just like us silence between us two, other than just me going eh, McDonald's, you know, being an <laughs> idiot, being a total freaking moron, he he just he just can't help himself, and he just says he looks at me and he says, "Dude, you realize you're doing nothing, right?" And it was I don't remember what he said, but he basically said like you 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 realize you're, you're not affect you're not like changing anything, right? Because mm-hmm. like I was literally just making no difference like it was freaking it was it was stupid really and I knew this but i kept doing it just because I was like freaking i don't know I was just trying to be cool when I really was being stupid he was like dude you know you're not doing anything right so I was like all right let me let me just like live my moment okay he was like all right whatever so I, so i kept playing it and sure enough nothing happened and he and again like after five minutes he was like dude you you're doing nothing like Wait, like, shut up. And I'm like, what? Okay. And here's what I did. I came up with an excuse on the spot and it was might be the dumbest excuse I've ever made for anything, but I'm so glad I made it. And here's what it said. I'm, I said, look, okay. You might be thinking I'm trying to mess people up by yelling loudly and having them hear me and, and have them mess me up. But that's not what I'm doing. I'm actually trying to influence the ball midair with my sound waves. <laughs> And it was—he looked at me like, dude, are you freaking like stupid. Like, how dumb are you? I will never get this look. Like, dude, what are you talking about?
1: This is a look of just disbelieving. Yeah, I, I, you know, <laughs> that thought actually came out of your mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and then right. I mean, it's kind of a bizarre thing to say. Uh, I know. Yeah, you, no, I'm not sound saying sound waves are gonna hit the ball.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm. You totally can't blame him, like for looking at me like that. Anyone would look at me like that. I'm. I'm just saying, like that. No, it was really funny. I'm just standing there with a smile, like yeah. Somebody's just like, dude, I'm freaking serious. So, he w- he just looks back down at his phone and keeps looking at me, and I keep playing it. And then a couple seconds later, he thinks, and he was like, you know, actually, that's not too. I mean, that is ridiculous, but he. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said something basically like that. Actually, was like. Kind of possible, like to to influence something with sound waves. It's not like it's a it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't happen. Like you would just need like an insane amount of sound, like super loud, to even get like a little bit of like if a basketball was just resting on on a on a gym floor. You need like a huge speaker right next to it to even like start it rolling, just like super slow, a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Uh, you're probably right. But then it got me thinking about that Simpsons episode. <laughs> yeah. You probably know where this is going. And so I, a couple seconds went by more signs, And I said, hey, like, you remember that? You have ever seen that Simpsons episode where Bart gets a bunch of mega, He lines up ten megaphones and, like, wipes out his whole city. And, like, it, the whole city explodes or something. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was funny. That literally makes, like, no sense or something because it's, like, The science behind that is, like, stupid and ridiculous. But, I I said, like, hey, you remember that? And he's like, yeah, that was funny. And then it it was more silence, but it got me thinking, right? I I was, like, thinking about that Simpsons episode for, like, a lot of time after. And I was like, wait a minute. What if, instead of putting him in a line, you put him in a circle? And this was so crazy to me because then I was like, wait, what would happen, right? Like if it, if something gets picked up, it was just going to loop it and make it louder and louder and louder you, you make and, it, and never stop.
1: It summons a portal. That's just what happens. Yeah. yeah you
0: summon a portal. <laughs> so I, so I said to Blake, I was like, wait, what if you, what if you had him in a circle instead of a line? He's like, um, that would just probably break the megaphones. And I was like, wait, no, but what if they were actually like strong enough to resist it and they actually like kept going and it would just only increase at an exponential rate, just the sound waves. And they actually had capacity to like do that. And like, it would just this, just pretend it worked basically is what I was saying. Mm -hmm. He was like, I was like, would that be enough to move basketball? I mean, he was like, yeah, I mean, that would just, that would just like knock over the freaking building. And then I was like, wait. What if you, some, some point, at some point, something crossed my mind about water. I was like, what if you put this at the bottom of an ocean? Oh. Right? And, yeah. I, and he was like, well, the water would just, well, the water would just make the phones not work. And I was like, okay, fine. What if you had it in a glass dome at the bottom of an ocean? Like at the middle, like the lowest point on the bottom of like an ocean, the, the biggest ocean in the world. Just this glass dome that's just big enough to fit a table with these megaphones in a circle on it. Or not even a table, just like the megaphones just sitting on the dirt in a in a circle and like in this like glass dome. What would happen? And he was like, Well I don't know. I was like, would the water would the water like get launched out of the freaking ocean? He was like, Maybe. And at this point I'm like getting super excited about this this like thought I've just had like, oh my god, you could freaking launch stuff into space. Like (laughs) So then I was like, what if you had a tube going from the top and like the middle of the the dome, this like thin skinny tube just like a couple inches wide, going from the top of the dome to the surface of the ocean and sticking out just like three inches above the surface of the water. So the sound inside the dome would have to go up out the freaking tube and just like into the freaking <laughs> into the world <laughs> He'd be like, dude, this is freaking he, he was like, dude, this is crazy And I, I was thinking like would that like move would that like push the water away from the tube and like make a freaking tsunami or something <laughs> He was like, dude, I don't like I don't like this freaking conversation anymore but I kept going. I was like, what if it, like, you know how tsunamis are normally, like, in a straight line? And they go in the, in, like, a direction that's perpendicular to that line? Uh-huh. It's a freaking wave, right? I was like, well, this thing, if it's in the middle, and it pushes everything out, wouldn't oh, it make a circular, wouldn't it make a circular tsunami that just goes out and, and grow and just gets bigger, and goes in all directions? And then I kept thinking about this, and, and like, expanding on what would happen further. And what we talked about was like the water, like what would happen if a tsunami went all the way around the planet and just kept going forever and wiping out everything and just never stopping? That would that would just kill everyone, right? Yeah, of course. So but what if it was the circular one that went all the way around, like would it would it clash into itself at a point that's like exact opposite on the planet from the beacon, from where the beacon is? i don't know and then we were just like well what would happen in general if two regular tsunamis went head on would it just launch the water straight up into space and he was like yeah well it would probably cause an earthquake and i was like well yeah it would cause an earthquake already anyways just from the sound he's like yeah yeah true yeah and then since i was so dumb right i was like what happened no wait what if the freaking water Instead of making a tsunami just right away from the the sound originally in the ocean, just freaking it launched it straight up instead of to the sides. And it just went like the whole all ocean just went into space. And then I imagined this floating just bunch of water in space. And I was like, oh my god, dude. It would go in space and it would go and put out the sun. Because we launched an ocean into space. He's like, dude, you're freaking. <laughs> like, what is wrong with the you? That's it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. The sun would just evaporate right before it would reach it because it's too hot. And he was like, you freaking idiot. The water would dissipate as soon as it enters space. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So then, you know, we were talking about that, right? But then we were like, okay, well, that probably wouldn't happen. It would probably just be a, a regular tsunami except in a circular motion. It would just kill everything what we what would we do would it just be doom for everything and this was in time this was like 20 like six well i don't know what year it was probably like 2017 or 18 but it was around the time where trump was saying build a wall for like the first time mm-hmm. or at least that was still when that was still like a meme and so we were like or he was like well maybe trump could build a wall and they would defend off this i was like oh yeah but he hasn't built the wall yet. It would take him freaking, it would take him like years to build the wall and the tsunami's coming in like a few days, depending on where the sound beacon is. And so even if you had managed to build the whole wall like super fast, and it'd probably have to be like several miles high yeah, and just like super thick and out of the strongest material, it'd only buy you like a couple hours if anything if by like maybe a week if you just had like literally the this huge like super wide wall Mm -hmm. it would then we were just like oh well there's the then it introduced the concept of just like the tsunami coming in and clashing against the wall and then just pressing against the wall just constantly for like a really stupid long amount of time until the wall is destroyed and it would just keep going because the water wouldn't stop. Like, unless the unless the ocean would run out of water, the tsunami is not gonna stop. So the tsunami is just this constant thing, it's not like a one big wave, it's just this freaking like continuous thing. And so you could only buy, no matter how much time you buy, depending on how fast you can build the wall you'd only buy a finite amount of time like you would die eventually Mm -hmm. unless you just like kept repairing the wall. And so basically at this point, basically what's happening in our conversation is I'm trying to prove my point that the sound beacon is just so amazing and awesome and incredible and, and nothing can stop it. And it's just this hilarious and funny invention and it's just completely unbeatable and nothing, there's nothing that can kill it. And he on the other hand, is trying to, like, find ways to survive if this were to ever happen. Even though it's impossible, but basically that's what's going on, is he's trying to, like, find ways to survive it, and I'm trying to, like, debunk all of his ways to to survive it. Yeah. And, and, like, I eventually get to a point where I have him stumped, at least I think. Because, like, it would... There's no way to stop a continuous, infinite tsunami just going in all directions around the globe. Because he was like, what are you going to do, go to space? Like, then you're going to run out of oxygen. And then he said he had this idea, right? He had this epiphany after like five minutes of silence after I thought I'd got him. Mm -hmm. And he just just gasps, right? He like, I think I got it. I think I have a way to survive it. And he like I'll never forget this, right? The look on his face, he, he he looked like he just solved like all the world's problems. He was he was so excited. He was like, Wait, you could go underground. You could like dig underground, or you could go in like an ocean and go to the bottom and then dig below it. And I was like, Huh, that's actually not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But then i was thinking right i was like wait no wouldn't the vibrations go in all directions and it would go down and and there would be an earthquake and it would kill you anyways he was like yeah but not if you go down not if you go down far enough and i was like dude if you go down too far you're gonna get melted by the center of the earth and i was like he was like well i mean i think you could find a window where you're safe from both and i was like you think so i think that'd be a pretty small window and he's like, yeah, well, it exists. And then I, I was like, damn it, man. Like, I think he got me. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, wait. How about this, right? Instead of just having a tube that goes straight up from the dome, there's also a tube that comes halfway up the tube that goes straight up. It just goes out and then curves down into the ground. And he's like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> like, like, he was just so, like, just, like, irritated this, like, long argument we've been having about, like, can, would you be able to survive this to not... Like...
1: Escape the sound beacon. Yeah,
0: I know, that's literally, that was literally, like, just my, my, like, mentality. I was just trying to find ways that, like, literally would make it just impossible to survive. He was like, you could go, you could go underground. And I was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Instead of just the tube going straight up, there's a tube that deviates out and boop, just... Goes into the ground. He's like, "Oh my God, no!" That's literally the rags. He was just, he was just so friggin' disappointed. And I was just laughing, and that's pretty much the sound beacon. Wow. And so obviously, it's impossible because megaphones only have a max, so, like they're.
1: Just to recap, you have in your mind, <laughs> conceptualized a weapon of mass destruction, like a theoretical. <laughs> weapon of mass destruction (laughs) yep (laughs) which i i cannot believe that this is a thing it's not even a thing a weapon of mass destruction that could be used to just destroy the earth
0: yeah and it doesn't even it's not even like a real thing it's just a conversation that we had only me and blake and cub know about it because i told him the story of our conversation after pretty much exactly what i just told you yeah and so now the only people that know about it are us three me blake and cub and now you guys you two and your audience knows about it
1: which is maybe like 20 people but whatever they know (laughs) about it now yeah all right well you better not mess with me what a phenomenal episode we have right now 71 minutes and 17 seconds of
0: recorded audio. I told I you. I think this that thing. is long enough. And I, I told you, dude. I texted you. I was like, dude. I hope you know my freaking thing is gonna be at least an hour. Yeah. I, I even warned you. I knew this is gonna be a lot because I have mm-hmm. so much I wanted to freak. So
1: talk what we're about. gonna do is we're just gonna split it up into two parts that are more digestible than one 70-minute episode. Which <laughs> yes, yeah, I 70, mean that's not maybe possibly thing even three. <laughs> It depends. I mean, it's long enough to have, I guess, three segments <laughs> That's what at this said. point.
0: I would um, just have it exact... as one.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's not too insane to go with one, but like compared to how long our other episodes are, maybe
0: two. Wait, did we already episodes. cut from the episode? Yeah.
1: No, we haven't. Um, He's but... just going to
0: post-production it.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, thank you so much for tuning in. That's We've said our piece on what we were talking about, and as always, yep. have a nice day.